I just pushed my one o'clock call off. I was like, sorry guys, I got something else. You got to do without me. So important oh, things I too. I love like, it. I, like with I, a half I, our I marketing do. team and someone else, I'm like, sorry, you guys got to handle this without me. I mean, stress relief. Yeah, this this is this is more important at the time being. So. Well, I mean, beer pong isn't is playing right now, not baseball. So. It's a good point. It's a good point. So um, we're here with Wade, Wade Martin, um, early early season MVP candidate, um, definitely a peak performer right now. Um, Joe, I mean, what, what have you seen that uh, has kind of set Wade head and shoulders above the rest of the competition so far? Well, I think I've seen and witnessed everything everybody else has been witnessing, and that's just uh, dominance on his end. He's been able to – I, I would say if you look at, at an average per per game, he's averaging probably nine to nine and a half cups per game, which leaves his partner to about one to half a cup. Um, so, yeah, I think Blake brought up a good point the other day. We should have been keeping uh, stats of cups per game um, because if that, if that was the case, I would say we would be head and shoulders above everybody else right now. Hard to argue that. Um, Wade, kind of take us through the mindset. I mean, how have you been able to prepare yourself? Um, how have you been able to perform at the level that you're performing with, with a partner that has been less than uh, really is, is performing well below the means? Well, guys, it's just an honor to be on with you. Uh, this is a highlight of my career for sure, my pong career. Um, you know, outside the headrest, I, I didn't come for personal accolades and for personal achievement. I came for, uh, for a championship and it seems pretty much impossible with the partner I've been saddled with to, uh, think about that now. So, um, just trying to take it day by day and make, make shots and hope that, you know, my blind squirrel finds a nut somewhere. Well, um, I mean, I, I know, I don't, I don't think that this is going to come as a surprise to anyone, but uh, the performance, the way you've been performing, the, the level of performance, I'm not sure we've seen anything quite like this um, ever, possibly. Joe, I mean, what do you think? No, I mean, like he, the way just seems to be um, very confident um, in his game right now. He's um, He has the, uh, the hand towel that I noticed uh, yesterday that I felt like um, – you know, adds a little bit of added confidence and he's just, he's really, he's really locked in. Uh, Fortunately, you know, sometimes. You still there, Wade? You guys still there? Yeah, I'm here. We lost Joey there. Yeah. So, yeah, it was weird. I'm not sure what happened, um, but that's okay. We can continue on. <laughs> we'll um, come back. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that whatever. Get it together. Is, oh, there, there he is. is. Now he's back. Joey, I'm sure that that was a very educated <laughs> opinion that you had. Um, unfortunately, the listeners and ourselves um, weren't able to uh, to hear it. You guys even hear me now we 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 can hear you now and now he's gone again 
in that basement. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. This podcast performance is very eerily similar to how Ward has uh, shown up in the Pong tournament. It's it's really meant to be, Smitty. I mean, this is how it's felt since we really sent out the invite for this whole thing is I show up, I do my part, and the person that's on the other side just can't do theirs. So this is pretty much in line with everything I've experienced so far. I mean, since, since Schling and I won in 2000 three or four, whatever year that was, it's really never been the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, the game has changed. Um, you know, this, this virtual format has thrown some challenges on there. Um, and, and outside of really one guy, everyone's been able to, to adapt. Um, I don't know if, if the one guy just is set in his ways, if he just isn't built to be a competitor. Um, you know, it, it's mind-boggling. He seems yeah, it looks- he seems like a creature of habit, and I feel like this whole scenario with COVID nineteen has really taken him out of that. Um, you know, what he's always been doing, and uh, the fact that you know maybe he's not getting enough naps in because the kids are at home all day. Um, he's had to um, pitch in a little bit more at home, um, have those extra. Um, meaningful discussions with his family. I think those are things that have kind of taken his head, taken to his headspace and maybe got into his head a little bit. Um, so I think maybe again, like the fact that he's not able to um, go about his daily life as he's used to um, has really impacted his, um, his mind. And I think it, I think it's all mental right now for him. Yeah. Joe, you know, I have to respectfully disagree with the habit piece of that because I think his habit is pretty much uh not finding success in anything he does. So this is just kind of in line. It just exasperates the whole thing. Just puts us on, on display. Oh, straight burn there. I love it. <laughs> That's heavy. That's heavy stuff right there. I mean, there's a, there's a very real possibility that for the first time in his life, he's had to bend over and pull the bootstraps up. And it wouldn't surprise me given his, um, his age, if, if there might be some overlying health conditions that are, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to help create an excuse for him. He's always been a guy that's like to use them. And uh, I feel like there's got to be some kind of a health issue that's preventing him from, from really participating in this thing at all, other than just being there. Maybe, maybe Dev did have a point with the bed sores um, from, you know, sitting on that same spot on the couch. Um, and maybe they just haven't healed as quickly and they, they are causing some some effect on, on a shot overall. You, you know, guys, we had a real positive shooter on yesterday. Ward, we checked Ward for symptoms, uh, took his temperature. Uh, he was up and moving around. It was really encouraging to see him on his feet. So I was I was optimistic. That's why I labeled last night Ward's big night. But uh, at this point, I'm at a loss. I don't think Tom Love could even help him out of this one. Yeah, I'll be honest. I thought, uh, I thought last night, really, um, with Rufner finally – showing up to watch I felt like that just really totally um mind banged Ward into uh, oblivion where he just he, he wasn't able to concentrate at all he made that first cup well, he did get off yeah that's that was interesting he made the first cup and I thought wow okay we might be seeing some different things here and then I don't know he just went to I don't know where he went he went into a bad place wherever he was at 
Are we sure that with that camera angle that he had, that it wasn't G Baby that made that first cup, and then she handed off the reins to, to Isaac after that? That's superimposed. There's a lot of technology in, in the world today. There very well could have been that. Very true. But uh, let's you know, let's let's segue away from that. Let's not talk about uh, um, poor performers. Let's talk about peak performers. And uh, Wade, kind of take us through. You know, um, on game day, how are you preparing for these these matchups? You know, just waking up, getting some getting some reps in in the morning, then taking my mind off of it. And uh, you know, yesterday I had a beer or two before. Tried to enjoy a little. Uh, I think I was watching a thirty for thirty to kind of get the competition juices flowing, and uh, went back and flipped through the pictures of the the headrest. Uh, you know, right before I. I, I click on the zoom i take a look at the headrest uh, that we won back in the early 2000s and just try to channel that energy that's great stuff great stuff there um getting inside the mind of a true competitor um joey what do you think of that approach no i think uh wade's exactly right and, and i'd be interested to know um you know if you can impart any wisdom on your partner to get him him going are you going to take a different strategy um, into your next game, um, knowing how big that game is to go? I mean, there's a big difference between one and two and two and one. Um, he has a chance to um, help you out. Uh, do, you, do you have um, a different strategy of how to get him back in the game? You know, I'm just going to let him do his thing, I think. I tried to build him up yesterday, give him some positive reinforcement that I was standing by him. We had a nice little one-on-one prior, and then uh, – Obviously, his performance speaks for itself, but uh, I think I'm going to let him let him be kind of like the, the guy that's throwing a no hitter. You don't talk to him. You let he knows what he needs to do. Um, at this point, if he doesn't know what he needs to do, no one can help him. So I'm, I'm going to let him figure that out and I'll just see him on the court and we'll, we'll go from there. Nice. Yeah, probably not a bad way to approach that. I mean, you're you're uh, you've been pulling dead weight pretty much these first two games. And um, at some point, you just have to. You just have to kind of expect that's going to be what what you're going to get and uh, rise above it like you've been doing. Um, Got to admit, your your performances here have just been really inspiring to those those around you. Yeah, I don't have that much more to give. See? I just got to make cups, but man, I can't can't do it for both of us. So uh, I'm I'm at a loss for for answers here. So it looks like your your next game is actually um, the last regular season game before we head to the tournament. Um, what are you looking to do to get not only to win the, the game against uh, Asian Schling, it looks like, and then uh, get yourself ready for the uh, playoff push? Yeah, we got to build some momentum. I mean, if Ward could make more than one or two shots, that'll give us just some glimmer of hope that we can, we can be competitive. So, uh, you know, I plan to keep my performance going and try to set the tone and send a message to all the, all the naysayers because there's, they're lined up outside our door right now to, we have no confidence. Well, I mean, given the situation, it's hard to, to really feel very confident in um, being able to make a run. Um, you know, maybe maybe you get lucky and, and maybe uh, Ward is able to hit the reset button. Uh, I mean, he hasn't historically always been a uh, terrible performer. Um, never been a star by any stretch. But he's been an okay role player um, when he when he uh, has played in the past, 
And I think he just needs to get back to his roots. That's what we need. I mean, you know, it's, I kind of feel like Nels against uh, the, you know, it's in Salem with a broken leg and a team on my back. And, you know, now uh, I need a, a Smitty or a, a Kyle to step up and hit some shots. So that happened in, in Salem. It'll, it'll happen this week, I'm sure. Ward's going to answer the bell. Or how could he ever show his face again in any of these, these Zooms if he doesn't? That's a great point. We uh, really at that time. We, we love the positive spirit that you've you've been able to display through this. Um, certainly challenging times. Um, we're gonna head to our sponsor. Get a quick note in for our sponsor, and then we're gonna head uh, back to the Pong tournament and just kind of recap the first couple weeks. But uh, today's sponsor is the Parlor. Um, they're right there in downtown Worcester where their food is fully exposed. <laughs> I mean, there's just no other way of putting it. I mean, that is absolutely what it is. All right, great boys. Meat. Yeah. They got great meat. Great meat. Great meat. Um, Schling's eaten there a bunch of times, I know. He went every Tuesday, so I think. He was there for a couple hours most of the time he went, I think. Schling in the – He likes – he likes the dark sausage from what I hear. Slinging the meat. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and recap uh, the first, uh, you know, the first couple nights here. We're what, uh, Joey, about six, eight games in. Is that right? Six games in? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, every team except Ace and Schling has played two games. Um, and Ace and Schling played a night. Um, and they if they would join if they do win tonight uh against emster and gina they would be um they would join myself and, and d's as the only teams that are two and oh um but um but yeah the, the games were were very good um we saw some really really good performances uh, obviously we're speaking to one right now with wade um obviously um a great weekend for him um personally um but uh when you talk about the performance that Weeze and Willie came in on uh, Friday for that first game on, uh, I think that was maybe Thursday. Um, they came, they were firing on all cylinders. They played really well. Um, and you saw some, some really good shot making out of both Weeze and Will in that game and really kind of took, um, I would say it probably took you out of the game a little bit there um, considering how, um, how well they played. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I don't know how you think about that game. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that they had three separate occasions where they were able to, to hit back-to-back and bring them back uh, just really was um, – built a lot of positive momentum for it, and it was a run that we just – you know, it was tough to overcome. Um, I mean, those guys were fired up, ready to go. From the opening tip, uh, they just – they were honed in and um, – Really, what even made it more impressive was the fact that Will was shooting outside. And so he, was, he braved the elements and uh, really turned in a very gutsy performance in that one. Yeah, and what's interesting is what worked for them there um, really came back to haunt them uh, in the game against Wes and PJ um, with Will not um, fully reading the schedule and even knowing that he's playing. Um, so almost leaving his partner out to dry – um, and then uh, PJ just being on fire and, and taking over in, in that game and um, him and 
him and Wes um, winning a game that when we thought that um, was going to be maybe an easy win for Weez and Will, um, maybe being unprepared and not ready for that matchup, um, Wes and PJ definitely took advantage. Yeah, I, guys, if I could jump in, I was hoping maybe Will and Ward would catch up on strategy and he would try to deploy Will's strategy for uh, one of the future games here. I was kind of hoping that w- that might play out. So more to come on that, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, feel free to jump in any time, uh, Wade. You know, we, we uh, value your input um, and the insight that you're able to provide. Um, you know, piggybacking on what Joe just said, I thought PJ – uh, really showed up in that game. Um, you know, if it if it wasn't for the performance that Wade has been able to drop in both games, and um, kind of that uh, amazing effort that Weez and Will threw throughout there the first game, we'd probably be talking about PJ and his performance. Um, really stepped to the plate, really carried that team, got Wes uh, to a position where Wes was able to uh, you know make a couple of, of clutch shots, which. I mean that's Wes. He's he's always been known for that. Um, it's it's in his genes, and um, that's a team that that is kind of scary. Uh, Joe, I know you've you got your matchup with them coming up here soon. I don't know if you want to get too deep into the scouting report, but maybe if you could kind of share um, your your plan of attack on that one. Well, actually, we uh, we beat them, but uh, we played them first, <laughs> um, and PJ wasn't on his game that game, so. Um, but I think I think you're right in that point is that if PJ is hitting, um, him and Wes are very formidable. And actually, I would say you're leaning towards the favorites here just because of Wes' shot-making abilities. If PJ can um, continue to that type of performance, um, I mean, I think um, anything's possible for that team. Very true. I should have known that that's, uh, that's my, my next matchup. Um, I was kind of hoping you could share a scouting report so I wouldn't have to come up with one. But, but that's all like right. The Sterling, the Sterling family's been uh, practicing quite a bit. It does kind He's of got, feel that way. I think you're, I think you're onto something there, Wade. The Martino family, like the, different, different strategy. The Sterling family's getting their shots up. That's for sure. It seems like the, uh, you know, they're using that kitchen as like kind of the epicenter, and they're just, uh, they're just leaving the pong cups up, and maybe as they're coming through, getting breakfast, they shoot up, get up a couple shots, make some pancakes up a few more shots you know i feel like they they haven't taken down um their court yet yeah i mean you know, it, joe you just revealed something really interesting i probably need to get ward out of the kitchen reset the table somewhere else because that's just a big distraction the fridge is there the, ca- the cabinets snacks are plentiful there i mean it's just it's just not a good environment for him to, to play joe you might have just uh you might have just turned turn the tables here uh for a way yeah this is big this is big Crack the big case. Wow. Yeah, um, you know, let's uh, let's let's not look past the fact that uh, with this COVID nineteen and everybody kind of self quarantined, and um, you know, M is obviously uh, in a spot where being a former teacher and, and having that background, she's got a leg up on the rest of us. Um, but it, it would not surprise me if if the phys ed class for the homeschooling wasn't pong class i mean what better way to teach your kids about the real life i think that's a great call smitty that's uh you think about programs like the first t and all these these great programs that exist out there i mean the first pong cup you could be onto something there it could be a 
so many takeaways and life lessons learned. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, give us um, kind of, uh, you know, six, seven games in. Who's been – what's been the biggest surprise to you? You know, I got to give Blake uh, Mueller a lot of credit. He's he's shown up. I think he's probably played fewer than 10 games in his life. And, uh, man, what I wouldn't do to have him on my team now. But he uh, he stepped up, seems to love, be loving it. He's found his passion in beer pong. So, got to give him a lot of credit. Um so I mean, I think he's been sort of one of the the, the all newcomer team for sure. I couldn't agree more. I mean, he uh, he really stepped to the point last night, made some some big cups. Um, true competitor, you know. We knew his first performance wasn't going to be his his best performance. We knew he was only going to get better, and uh, he really stepped to the table and and has 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 flourished. Um, Joe, what about you? Yeah, I would say I think Weez is his really played very well. And, and you talk about newcomers, I'd say that, that he would be right in there. Um, even though he's not much of a newcomer like Blake, he's been playing, but um, kind of new to the group, I would say. Um, and he's really come in and, and played very well. And, you know, you know, Weez, he has a, a very carefree approach. Um, and, um, you know, he's, he's thinking about other things. He has a, a million other things I'm sure going on at the same time. He's yet to even join to watch a game. Um, he kind of just jumps in, throws a few cups in, and and pieces out. Um, but yeah, he's played very well. And and to Wade's point, I think Blake, um, just to see him, um, his growth from the first to the second game, um, was something to to behold. Um, because I mean, you could tell that he put some practice in. He got some shots up, um, and I, I you tell he didn't put as much pressure on himself that second game. And um, him and Falk came back. I mean. 02 going down 02 is is really tough um and um the fact that they played in the way they did and um the fact that um they got a win against a, a pretty uh, tough team and, and someone like wade who's, who's playing really well too so um i'd say that that was a, a big day for blake yeah i mean the mental toughness that we has been able to display to um to kind of keep those perky distractions um off off his radar he's right and and perform yeah and to perform at the level that he's performing is is uh is very it's been it's been really good really good um yeah got a few more minutes here uh wade why don't you give us your uh your biggest disappointment or your your biggest underperformer and uh what doesn't (laughs) count because we kind of anticipated that was going to happen yeah, you know, I think we spent enough time on, on that issue. It'll come up again here in a couple of days, I'm sure, but we can we can address that then. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, Smitty, I got to say, I, I, I still have big big hopes and dreams for the for you and Skyler. I think uh, Skyler's story is still to be told, and you've uh, you've had a career unlike many. So um, I don't want to call it a disappointment. I just think it still hasn't quite hit its peak yet. So. Uh, I think that's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing Smitty hit some shots and Skyler uh, start to take the reins. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I mean, I think you're. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, you know, I've been given a lot of thought since last night, and um, I've come to the realization that uh, you know, Pong at Ohio Northern and Pong at Worcester are two very different things. And for the first time, you know, Skyler's had to step into the to the bright lights at the Worcester Pong 
Um, that, that it's a whole different level, and he's still acclimating himself to it. Um, he's got competitive bones in him. He he he'll continue to get better as he uh, you know as he gets used to the pressure that comes with it. And um, when he goes back to Ohio Northern, I, I think uh, I think that campus is in trouble. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Smitty. I guess you he's don't you don't really think about the the level of play that we we probably have at the College of Worcester and and what the time and effort that we've put into it in our college careers. And it can be, I would imagine, it probably is intimidating to see um, guys that are heading into their forties um, still playing the game and still playing it at a very high level and. Um, you know, to see that, I'm sure it's, it's a bit intimidating. I didn't really think about that all that. Yeah, it kind of hit me. I mean, it's it's very similar to what uh, what I would expect somebody that came from the Denison basketball program and stepped into mm-hmm. the Worcester program to kind of experience as well. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, just two different two different calibers of performance there. Yeah, yeah. There's really no way to prepare yourself until you're in it. Yeah, but he's a Smith, and he'll he'll find his way, and then watch out for. The polar bears are not going to know what hit him when they when he goes back to campus. Absolutely, uh, Joe. I don't know if you want to weigh in on your biggest disappointment, or uh, you're probably going to uh, agree with with Wade because I think he brings a, a very good one to light. No, I would actually. I, I'm going to say I'm going to say Will. I was disappointed in the the fact that um, you know Will um, didn't have his schedule um, in order, and it cost him a game. And unfortunately, it cost him a lot of cups too, um, and it put them. Um, in a place where they're one and one and their cup differential um, looking at it here is minus four. Um, and to come in and actually um, have come out guns ablaze in that first, uh, the first round and playing very well and then being plus three on the cup diff and then um, having a um, seven cup differential there um, by getting just smoked by Wes and PJ, I think it costs them, um, you know, a, a seed and maybe that puts them in a, you know, it can make a big difference if you're a, a two seed versus a three seed. And if they're two and one, you know, they could be, it could be multiple two and one teams and they could be a three seed when they could have been a one. So um, I would say that was just a disappointment that, um, you know, he wasn't on top of it. Very true. Very true. Well, gentlemen, um, we're, we're glad you're able to join us today. Listeners, we're glad you were able to listen in. Um, good things on the horizon. We've got Wes. Uh, he's, he's got his Western Conference um, similarities or uh, pairings that he's going to share on the next episode. Um, also, we've got the top 10 uh, Pong memories of, of, of Worcester Pong to, uh, to start to share. And uh, we can't wait to start to drop some of those to the listeners. So um, either one of you guys got any closing remarks you'd like to make before we uh, head out? Well, as a guest, I'll just say uh, this has been a real honor, Smitty. Great, great work on the on the podcast. This is content that no one else is producing right now. So uh, you're a visionary, Joe. Thanks for setting this tournament up, and as commissioner, you're doing I appreciate a job, it. Man. And yeah, I, I appreciate you joining the uh, the podcast, uh, Wade. I, it's a, it's been a pleasure to do these with Smitty, and um, your performance so far has been inspiring, to say the least. But um, I will have to say that the only 2-0 and o team we didn't even talk about, which is fine. We'll continue to fly under the radar, um, and, uh, you know, we'll be there um, at the end of the when we're talking about the championship. Yeah, well, Wade, I appreciate, uh, appreciate those kind uh, remarks and appreciate your time jumping on here today. 
we'll get this thing um, we'll get this thing out to the listeners here soon, and uh, another exciting night of Worcester Pong tonight. And uh, we're you know as we head towards that crash course of the tournament that's coming up. All right.